0: there it's me your girl the real first lady your hostess with the absolute mostest that's right you're in good hands with me i have a question for you do you really genuinely feel happy for people when they achieve success or do you get salty On this episode, we continue with our 7 Deadly Sins Spring Cleaning Series. Today's episode is Envy, a heart disease. Find out what it is, if you have it, and how to get rid of it. I have the cure. Make room for your next blessing. Worldly News reports, if your car is still running on gas, don't be discouraged. Electric cars may save money, but they also may waste your time. Is it worth it going green? Speaking of green, in Oregon, it's raining men. Hallelujah. Oh, wait, but they're dead white men. They did stop traffic. I'm not sure if it was a blessing or a curse. Well, a man throws his entire life savings in cash in $100 bills out of his window on the interstate His family says that he's lost his mind. You think? (laughs) Retirement home for you, buddy. I'm sorry about that. Still keeping it green with envy as the green queen herself, the coveting Camilla Parker Bowles, prepares to be queen. Diana would not be envious at that at all. All this plus more coming up. To chime in on this episode or any episode for questions or comments, call me, leave a message at 1-866-832-LADY. That's one 832 5239 We have a lot to cover in a short amount of time. So let's get in this. and blessings everyone welcome back and if this is your very first time I would like to welcome you to the show don't forget to click follow or the thumbs up some people say it's a thumbs up it depends on what platform you're listening from but click on that and you will be instantly notified first of anything that's new going on here in the send-in I sincerely want to let you know that I appreciate each and every one of you and genuinely thank you for your support. Without you, there's no me. As we continue with our seven deadly sins spring cleaning series, try to really take it all in. Take it to heart. You can always go back, download the episodes that have passed already so you can catch up. This series is essential moving forward. Let's talk about the worldly news. Okay, so I kind of fell into this green theme, green with envy and all that kind of stuff, right? So going green, there's a new electric cars and SUVs made by Toyota. According to a review that was given by a new owner, I'm giving you a heads up. He said, Don't get that if you're planning on going on a road trip. He said nine hour, a nine hour road trip involved three hours of charging. And that he had to choose between using heat or covering more ground i would have had buyer's remorse so apparently if you still have a gas guzzler you're still relevant see there look at god if you get stuck with it my advice would be now you know pack a lunch and at all times stay hydrated Speaking of being stuck on the road last week, a man that was in Oregon, he drained his bank account. He threw it out the window, nearly $200,000 in cash. He stopped traffic. Clearly that would happen. They say that they asked him, the police, why he did it. And he said it was because he's doing well. And he wanted to share it with others. His family said that it came from a joint bank account and they do need the money they're asking for people to return the money what do you think should you return it or keep it is it a blessing do you believe them or do you believe him right he says he's cognizant i say good for him i would be feeling like that sometimes just, just sick of money, sick of talking about it, sick of hearing about it, sick of it being waved around and used as leverage. It just gets it gets old. Honestly, it does. But this is the thing that tripped me out. The news reports that people returned the next day to see if there was any more left. All right? <laughs> that's what you call going green. And finally, coveting Carmilla, Camilla, whatever her name is, she will join her husband, Prince Charles, on the throne as the queen, not queen consort, as recommended by the queen, late Elizabeth. Well, she's an unwelcome third party, remember? in Princess Diana and Charles' marriage, in three weeks, her children, William and Harry, will get to see their father's mistress sit in their mother's seat at Westminster Abbey, in the same exact location where Princess Diana's funeral was held. Coveting, that's just the beginning. Look at the devastating results of that. Harry, the youngest son, he wrote in his tell-all, is called Spare, that he wasn't really feeling it. And we all know that she got there by nefarious means and being a side chick is not to be glorified. And that's the worldly news. Let's talk about envy. Okay, I don't have to tell you that envy is a sin. Yeah, I mean, it just might be the deadliest one of them all. Right in bed with greed. And we know that there is no honor. No honor. Among thieves. if you're envious that's because you're feeling inadequate and you're feeling inferior and you have put someone else in the position of superiority and superiority needs inferiority it could be for anything it doesn't have to necessarily be for money But clothes, cars, jewelry, qualities, it could be anything that someone else has that you want, that you do not have, and you don't think that they deserve it. A man with no legs could very easily envy a man with only one leg. But when you can't be happy for someone else and it triggers feelings of unhappiness, then that's envy. And that's a personal insult to yourself. You're not satisfied with yourself. And it's a personal insult to God as if the blessings that he has already given you are not good enough. Or that they are subpar. Forget about that you're breathing. You want a car. As God favors certain people, it could be because of what they're doing. Right. But he does not favor certain people in terms of a protected class. So when you see people with things, the devil gives too. And his response sometimes can be much more expeditious. So then the question becomes, how do you want it? Honestly, that is the question Envy will make you leave your beautiful, comfortable home that you love, that God blessed you with. Feel like a shack suddenly, just that quick, just by going to the store, just by comparing yourself with someone else. And I know a lot of people who has uh, have fallen from grace and fell into deep depression because they come up short. It's painful and it's slow. And it makes me sad, honestly, it really does. You know, I have true stories of my own, you know, where I've been the target of envy in the church as first lady. I've been the target more in the church than In the world. They wanted to be me. And every time when I showed up. I was a threat to them. Instantly. But I was always aware. Of that fact. Not all. Okay let's be clear. Not all. I met some good people. Good Christian people. But a great majority they were concerned that I was another one of Satan's ambassadors too, just like they were. And that I was showing up to take over the whore game. And I'm very serious about that. And I said whore. And I probably shouldn't fit say that, but I felt compelled to say it anyway. I've never seen so many biblical whores by definition in my life women on the street have more virtue and it's a damn shame honestly it is husbands cheating pastors cheating deacons cheating first ladies cheating wives cheating with my own eyes i've seen a pastor come out of a hotel room with another man and i asked the lord lord why why did you let me see that lord you know i i thought his wife was nice she cheats too and he beats her up and abuses her. But she she don't look like she, you know, is approachable in that way. But, hey, you'd be surprised what goes on under that long skirt. And those stockings can come off very easily. Now... It's disgusting to me. It's just nothing but a bunch of fraud. They're well known. And envied. Envied! But once that they, they discovered that me, I, wasn't on that. And that my loyalty was to God and to my husband in a real way. They started negatively judging me and reporting me to the pastor. Really? And I suffered for that, too, when I got home. Everything is a competition with these people. Envy. That's coveting. They didn't like that I didn't have an inner circle. Because I think it's a bunch of garbage. They didn't support my ministry. They attempted to so-called humble me, trying to diminish my anointing. By saying I was stuck up. And I'd rather be stuck up than getting stuck in the church. I'm going to be honest about it. Yet, I look around and it's a gang of mini running all over the world. In North and South America too. Copying my behavior mannerisms. They like my outfit, my status, my personality. And all the while trying to undermine and one-up me at the same time. It's a cold game out there. It's nothing to play with. Satan is dirty. He's dirty. But they didn't like the fact that I loved designer handbags. They didn't like that I drove a hundred thousand dollar bmw that felt like i was in a cockpit flying a plane yes got many tickets and it is worth every penny i liked it very much but when it came down to that i no longer have it They didn't like that I looked happy or satisfied. They didn't like that either. They were envious of that. But here's the coup de grace. They didn't know that all those things that they saw that I had were only painkillers. They didn't know that I was in a loveless marriage, unrequited love, verbal, mental, emotional abuse, all of that. It came with those things. I was trapped. Couldn't go nowhere. Church 24-7 every day, all day. Could not even go on a vacation. I had to damn near take it up the ass for that car. I'm going to just say that right now. And I almost died. After we bought this house. You think they might want to trade places with me now? Hindsight is twenty-twenty. They didn't care about my well-being. They didn't. But the silver lining for me is that I invested my money buying all those handbags. A lot of pain. But I at least had 20 to sell and I did get to keep three. I was able to sustain myself, pay my bills, and get legal counsel. So it all worked out perfectly. They didn't even hardly lose any value. Shop the real real. Okay? It worked out. That awesome wedding band sold to the highest bidder. None of that stuff belongs to me anyway. I enjoy the experience. I know what it's like, but that's all it was. Nobody owns anything. It's being utilized for a price. It's not an asset, but rather holds liabilities because when we're Christian. We are fully aware that envy is a form of idolatry. It's a different kind of praise and worship. I was in bondage. It just looked good on me. They didn't follow me out the door. I'm going to tell you that right now. And I'm fully aware that they're happy for my setback and also that they're still envious of me of what? my intestinal fortitude my courage to stand up for righteousness without folding like a piece of paper envy will snatch your soul right out of your body and have it with the side of fava beans <laughs> and Chianti They choose to stay in bondage. Therefore, they must succumb to dancing with the devil. And if you are a target yourself of envy or being resented, you could be resented by anybody, friends, family. Just give God the glory. That's what I do. So they don't get mad at me. I ain't do it. Just point them in the direction of grace so they can go get some too. Tell the truth about it. Don't be trying to take credit. I recognize my own light that shines bright, even on the cloudiest day. I really do. I've been working on myself for years. This is not my first spring cleaning. The Lord showed me humility as a child, and I am grateful for that. I had so little for so long that now I can do absolutely anything with nothing. I made that stuff look good, not the other way around. And right now, since I don't have a vehicle, I make Ubers look good just by being in it and getting out of it. Okay? That's right. Honestly, with my hand, one of my three remaining. The Lord said, you can keep three. I'm grateful. I am the truth and the truth always shines a light on a lie. I promise you that. What they see is that I figured out the combination to the safe. What they see is confidence. That's a God shine. That's not arrogance. Arrogance. I'm flexing for Jesus, for the Lord, for the Holy Spirit. Honestly, make no mistake about it. I've done nothing to deserve anything. It's only by God's good grace. And the gospel truth is that it says that From within a person's heart is where the evil thoughts begin. Let's look at the devastating and tragic effects of envy. Cain killed his brother Abel because God accepted Abel's offering and not Cain's. His envy drove him to murder. Saul envied David for his success in battle and for his popularity among the people. Esau envied his brother Jacob because of the blessings his father gave him. The Jewish leaders even had Jesus arrested because of envy. If you're not envied, then you might not be doing nothing, James 3:14 through 16 reads If you harbor bitter envy and selfish ambition in your hearts do not boast about it or deny the truth Such wisdom does not come down from heaven but is earthly unspiritual demonic for where you have envy and selfish ambition there you will find disorder and every evil practice thank God there's no special blessing for the one percenters, the well-connected, smart, good-looking people. Everyone has to depend on grace. And that's the truth. They won't tell you that. They'll take the credit. But thank God he knows our true motives and our true intentions as well as the desires of our hearts. Don't let envy kill your joy and your peace and your contentment enemy uh, 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 the enemy wants you to believe that God's not doing his job and when you envy someone it undermines God's plans which should supersede our own so next time if you feel shorted then ask yourself what makes you so deserving what have you done for me lately kind of thing do you blatantly flaunt your wickedness in the face of God, hello somebody, are you still there? Are you willing to do what he says do and go where he says go? Because I promise you, if you say yes to that, then just know you're enough. You're unique. You're created in God's image. So know that when the time is right, he comes through every single time he knows what's best for us and where all the potholes are on our path he has never let me down never we might not be able to see clearly but God can see real good and he can think straight too So in closing, remember to be careful and don't covet because you just might get exactly what you asked for and all the problems that go along with it. Towers are measured by their shadows and men of merit by those who are envious of them. Tune in next Monday as we continue our 7 Deadly Sins spring cleaning series and we will cover lusts. If you have anything you'd like to add to this episode, call. If you need spiritual advice, call. Just think of me as your personal first lady. Leave me a message and I will respond. 1-866-832-LADY That's one 832 5239 Send me an email at therealfirstlady at gmail.com For more information about me, visit my website at goingpublic.live. If you feel inclined to support this podcast, it's cheaper than church. Here, you only give what your heart decides. That's where the blessings come in, not 10%. If you need a little faith, I got you covered with a mustard seed. A link is provided in the show's notes. I promise you, nobody can go up against the stuff that I'm using, and I'm sharing it with you. And I promise that if you listen to only half, only half of what I share with you, I guarantee you'll be in first place. Thanks for listening. Blessings. to do.